This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello everyone, uh, welcome to another podcast session of We Are Curious, uh, brought to you by the Kenyan Wall Street and HISA team. Today, just as usual, we talk about what's moving markets within the week and we also try and see just what has happened within the space markets, uh, tech and generally anything that we believe can be of importance to investors out there. Today's podcast comes a little bit early because of um, absolutely what's happened, the recent developments on um, in Kenya regarding the the Kenyan um, uh, regarding the curfew hours that have been reviewed by President Kenyatta so that's one thing that is why we're starting early and not the usual 6.30 that we usually um, start up to joining me we have the usual team here I just let them to say a word or two and then hand over to Ali before we proceed hi guys I'm Ali I'm the guy Felix will be handing over to <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Eunice, and also this means we are having wine early. Oh, we're having wine early, but then <laughs> don't worry, we'll, we'll start uh, in the next, um, the next 10 minutes, also. yeah, in the next 10 minutes, so that we, we, we get in between the five drinking, the drinking hours are from 5, 5 p.m., <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so sure it matters when you're home. Yeah, hi everyone, Eric here, uh, just excited, uh, you know for this for today's discussion uh, and also my colleague uh, Eric Wainaina should be joining us um, Eric are you are you are you there or are you in clubhouse all right maybe as soon as Eric Eric Wainaina comes in on board then we will definitely be able to uh, to proceed with that discussion right Eric so Ali what do you have for us uh, for today so the first thing that we're going to talk about today is the reason we're recording this podcast early, which is, in case you missed it, the president announced um, new measures in, in today's address. And some of the things that stick out is um, in, in the red areas, which is Nairobi, Kajiado, Kiambu, and Nakuru. Yes. Um, Kafi is going to begin at 8 p.m. and end at uh, 4 p.m. For the other parts of the country, it's going to begin at uh, 10 p.m. to 4 p.m. Of course, uh, we also have um, new limitations on on public public gatherings, and um, companies, actually, employers advise to uh, allow their employees to work to work from home. Apart from the things that um, were not mentioned, we also want to talk about. Sorry, apart from the things that were mentioned, we want to talk about the things that were not mentioned, which is um, how are businesses going to to survive this one? You know, the last time, the last time we had lockdowns, businesses, you know, we had tax incentives for for both businesses and and individuals. But then this time, not only do we not have in, uh, incentives, we also have new taxes like um, the minimum taxes and DST that people owe to us. So how are businesses? Um, going to survive this period and then um, apart from that we'll talk about what happened in in markets which includes our results for CIC the NSC and DTB uh, a big one a big one I think we have is uh, 
Safaricom's a partnership with Nokia for 5G. So what do we expect? What are some of the challenges that uh, they're going to, to encounter? And uh, in, in the same line, we're also going to talk about um, Kenya's bid to increase internet speed in around um, the media. Then, of course, um, at a more regional um, level, we're going to talk about uh, JSC's fast sustainability bond globally stimulus package coming up today and uh, well the ship stuck at the Suez Canal and then we're going to close with um, Tesla accepting uh, bitcoins for Tesla's uh, as well as um, Fidelity's first Bitcoin ETF yeah so as you can see quite quite a lot to unpack and interesting topics so maybe Felix you can you know get us started about uh, the president's address what stood out for you and what you know uh, did not uh, what was not talked about that you would want us to cover today yeah um, I think first thing Eric is we need to we need to maybe just talk about um, definitely we saw earlier in the year the government had had reintroduced some of the tax um, incentives that had been given to companies earlier uh, last year uh, my concern would have been what is the government going to put that would probably uh, buffer companies and organizations that are trading within the locked zones. Um, I know business, most people always think that business would come business as usual, but always what really happens is at any point when you start on, on, on business, um, you can't lock down an economy and expect business to continue as usual. One thing that I know the president has, has always mentioned is you can always be able to restart an economy, but you can be able to, to, to bring back a life that's lost. So as much as we're looking on to life, I would support a little bit of incentives as well. I was really hoping that we would have a lot of um, tax in incentives given back um, to the people. Guys are being taxed here and life is going to be expensive. Last year, at the beginning of, 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 um, of the lockdown, in some parts of Nairobi, we saw... Uh, pr food prices really rally um, to, to higher, very, very high prices, uh, where we saw some of them even double. Um, so my, my, my main concern would be what's really going to happen and also the time frame that the president has given. While some of it is good, but I still think that he, he should have given a little bit of, 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 um, of, of a time, uh, probably a few more days, one or two days for guys to just plan. Um, you'd imagine we have people who've already planned for traveling tomorrow. We've, we've, we have um, kids who came from school and they said, I know that some of their parents, uh, mostly for those who completed the KCP examination, some of them were probably planning to travel up country. Um, and now you're seeing they have to be locked down um, into the, in, in, in various uh, counties. An example is Nairobi. That's going to be a major concern uh, for me, in my opinion. Um, how are we likely to see parents really coping with all this? So that was the first thing. Um, the taxes and a little bit of coping, um, incentives that they were going to give out, that's something that was um, weirdly missing. Uh, but then it, it would also just be, I'm, I'm hopeful that um, in the next few weeks or few days, we're likely to see maybe a few of these measures really put up in place. Some of this is not the president that's really uh, set to give, but we're hoping that even central bank, um, mostly when it comes to, to, to various levies, not to hurt on the banking sector, but we, we hope CBK and, and even the mobile money carriers like Safaricom would come in and probably give more measures to, uh, to, to, to cushion 
the normal the local citizen uh, so so to speak yeah so I, I think from from my point of view again um, it's a balancing act that the president has to play um, and obviously there's going to be feedback from both uh, sides of the divide which say you know um, the measures are extreme but again if you look at the past uh, two months or so I think since the start of the year um, the third wave has been quite devastating um, so more dates uh, more positivity rates. Uh, I, I think you know Nairobi is uh, at an, a high of close to 60, accounting to 60% of the cases, um, which again are resulting in more uh, fatalities. So I feel from the president's point of view is reining in first of all that uh, that effect, so that um, we, on a health you know uh, on a health um, perspective, we at least are able to rein in the spread of the virus and you know the effects that it's having on on, on everyone on, on all kenyans um but again at the other end of the spectrum is the fact that um this is one of the you know worst times for for people economically so uh, inflation is rising um last week's podcast we were diving into the fuel uh taxes and just the fact that uh, you know fuel is uh raised quite considerably in, in, in March. So again, that's eventually going to affect, um, affect you know, uh, food and, uh, and say, transport uh, at the end of the day. So again, it's, it's, it's quite a challenge, um, but I feel like uh, overall it's a net good uh, because we, uh, at the end of the day, we have to, first of all, make sure that we are able to, co- to, to rein in the, the, the pandemic. My only problem is that there isn't much difference from where we were last year because um, this is what last year's efforts um, in March last year were meant to combat. And the fact that, you know, we are still here and we are putting in place the same measures that we uh, we did last year, that means that, you know, as a country, we haven't made much progress, which is um, very, very, very sad. Uh, but again, uh, one of the key missing things was the economic, uh, you know, uh, sort of subsidies, subsidies, if we can call it that, by the government or uh, by... Um, just by saving the CBK, because I remember last time when he announced those measures, he was with the CBK governor, and you know they had a commitment to you know uh, have a couple of measures like uh, reorganizing the loans uh, by banks and all of that, which again we must not came into um, actually ended this uh, a week ago whereby the CBK uh, said now, you know what, uh, the measures that they had put in place for the banks um, can now be reverted. Uh, we so Safaricom's rates on transfers, you know, also expire a, a while back. We saw the taxes, uh, the new tax rates, you know, like the 14% VAT instead of the 16% also expired at the start of the year. So it would have been good for the president at least to mention that in his uh, speech. But for me, what that shows is that uh, maybe these are not quite a long-term uh, changes that he's making, uh, and that's why he did not put any specific um, timelines. timelines in place. So I, I feel like he anticipates these uh, measures to be for a very short time, uh, and that's why he didn't want to, you know, have 
to put in place measures uh, such as you know uh, cutting down the VAT rates or you know corporate taxes like he did last time because I think last time you know we felt like we needed that to go on for at least six months and that's why they were put in place so we are hoping that these are um, quite very very short-term uh, measures given the fact that also um, they have started rolling out the vaccines so as more people you know get vaccinated then we feel like it would be easier and much faster to roll back those um, such uh, measures that have been put in place like the curfew and the cessation of movement so for me uh, I, I feel like I, I, I support what has been done today I feel like we needed to rein in the spread of the virus uh, but uh, at the end of the day also the citizens would need um, some support some kind of support from the government just out of curiosity who here received um, funds from the government last time uh, there was funds for COVID well, we had funds <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe maybe Lea Lea did you receive funds for no I, I didn't I personally no but, but then but then but then I think funds. I also know one person who just received one the funds yeah yeah so yeah. anyway we, we wouldn't want to comment on to that bit <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, again, um, I, I, I understand the anxiety, especially with this announcement, um, in as much as, you know, we had word that, um, you know, following Kepsa's, especially Kepsa's recommendation of um, of sort of uh, scaling the curfew a little bit, there was, there was that expectation, but then it came in at, at, at quite an ill time. Again, echoing what, what Felix said, you know, um, universities res resumed and we understand that um, most universities in Kenya are located either in Nairobi, a few in Rift Valley, uh, some, some in Western, and they accommodate students from all over the country, you know, giving such a narrow window for those, say, students to resume back or rather to go back to their, to their homes is it's going to be a challenge. Uh, but oh, by the by, the way, makes sense, Ali. Why would you close universities and then you don't give students time to go back to their respective homes? But then it also makes sense considering that maybe the president doesn't want us to do community transmissions. Yeah, he doesn't want guys to travel up country so as to infect the people who are there up country. But then, if if I I, I, I understand that, but if we suspend in-person learning and we still have people in institutions, isn't it counterproductive? Do you? you get my point it is it is so, so we have there's <laughs> that there's that balance but then again i understand the the urgency the urgency of the measures and um i feel like maybe this time will be different given that a we have the vaccine b the vaccine is already rolled out in a huge number of hospitals countrywide but then there's, you know quite a comprehensive you know, Ali, the number of doses that we have we don't have we still we still way way back and you know one thing is the president dis didn't really talk about emphasizing on the steps towards ensuring that there is vaccination that has been rolled out. All he did was to issue an order where he instructed, um, he instructed where uh, he had his, his entire cabinet mm -hmm. uh, take the vaccine and he, he advised those who are 58 years old and above to go for the job. But he didn't really mention a roadmap to what the country is going to be doing to ensure that we have you know, guys are technically being asked, you're pleading with guys to go and take the vaccine. So also the general perception of the vaccine is a challenge. And in case you're wondering how to get the vaccine, I know there's a list that came out earlier, you mentioned that earlier actually on, have it, yeah. for health centers and hospitals that where you can actually get the, get the, the jab. 
So I think that's one thing I would encourage you if you if you're 58 years old and above, please. And even if you're young, you can always try and go get the job. It's important just to ensure that you, as an individual, something gets moving uh, with you. Yeah, I, I think where where the government fails terribly is um, if you look at how uh, Rwanda is handling the vaccination strategy, very well mapped out. So you know, um, frontline workers, and at the end of the day, you have stats that you know they tell you. Uh, like I think yesterday they were um, they were mentioning uh, I think they have vaccinated um, I think twenty thousand of all their uh, health workers uh, you know which is the majority in Kenya it's there is no data it's all opaque you know so we yes we received one million doses again that would cater for five hundred thousand people but how many people have we vaccinated now you know and what's the rollout what's the plan for the next batch of vaccines when when are those getting here how will they be rolled out what is the best way for you to get a vaccine now or when would you be in line to get a vaccine given that let's say you're not a frontline worker you're not a health worker um you're not uh, 58 years and above you know like when do we actually get to uh, to be eligible to get vaccines and i can walk into any health facility and get a vaccine so for me i feel that's where the government is terribly failing uh, there's no clear roadmap and communication as to where we are at and what we want to achieve um, at least in the next uh, three or so months so and maybe much of it is has to go to uh, the Ministry of Health uh, rather than you know the presidency. Uh, but we just need clear guidelines about you know how to go about uh, such things like getting a vaccine and where to get them and all of that information. Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. It's 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 a wait and see for me. I in as much as it it looks bleak, I, I have I'm optimistic. Maybe let's let's see how this will roll out in the next uh, maybe two weeks, two weeks to a month. Yeah, sure. Let's yeah. see how 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 this the entire plan will be able to roll out for the government. But let's definitely be optimistic. Oh, and um, on on the measures, actually, uh, while the CBK ended most of its uh, restructuring measures, we had we had an extension until July the third for um, for loans in the restructuring program that went into areas after okay. March, March 2020. So there's, there's also that. Okay. Um, maybe I think Central Bank is trying to do a lot, but there was also the issue where we had banks actually charge you um, a, a service fee uh, for the loans that were being um, restructured. So my main concern is, was that really looked into? Though this now depends on on the bank, as as um, really depends on which bank. Uh, I know there were a few issues with Equity Bank, um, for example. Uh, I know uh, the guys at Equity probably wondering, but I know this this was in public domain. Uh, there were a few issues about Equity Bank and also other banks. But but let's see let's see what the measures are. Central Bank said to be engaging the other lenders to probably have a discussion with them on how to roll that out. Let's probably wait on that and then we can be able to now have an in-depth discussion towards that. Yeah. Markets. And now Leia can finally speak. <laughs> <laughs> She's been waiting for the markets. <laughs> Leia, say hi. <laughs> yeah, so where do we where, where do we start for the markets? We had, we had a couple of a couple of companies releasing the results mm-hmm. um, this week. We had we had CIC, 
um, NS, the NSC and, and DTB. Felix, what do you think? There's a company you guys are forgetting that released the results and you oh. guys have not so mentioned. Soon. No. Oh. Kenya Airways. Uh, oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on, guys. Guys, you know, KQ released the results. Half a billion problems. We we have <laughs> half a billion problems literally at KQ, and 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 I'm just wondering. I think the government can 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 bring back KQ because at the same time when KQ announced a loss, we also had um, we, we had the government stop the vote that was to happen in Parliament on the nationalisation yes. of KQ. I honestly think that. Um, that the government should bring back KQ, NSE should bring back trading of KQ to Malizan and this share once and for all. For we can we can probably turn KQ to. This is not an advice, guys. This is just a personal opinion. We can actually pull a GME, a GameStop <laughs> on, on KQ. Man, KQ will KQ even rise, man? But I think we can pull on other stocks, but not KQ, because KQ will it even be able to take off? Literally, <laughs> 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 Wait a minute, Felix. Let's 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 just talk about that again for a minute. Do you think that it's about time the government gave up on KQ as I, a national carrier? I honestly think. Well, the importance of a national carrier can can really be beyond pride. It's 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 pride. <laughs> no, uh, beyond pride. Come beyond on. pride. I honestly think the government should. Uh, I I honestly feel they should they should let out KQ. Yeah. Maybe what the government can do to help KQ is to generally just give KQ the subsidies. The same way we think the Ethiopian government give um, Ethiopian airline a lot of, of, of tax uh, subsidies. Mm-hmm. And what the government is trying to tell us is, you know, as long as KQ is not under us, then we cannot be able to give it these incentives. Mm-hmm. But I still think that there are a lot of things. They keep bailing it out. Yeah, they keep bailing it out. So why? I think the government can can be able to to give um, sort of like um, another plan for KQ apart from the the bailouts. KQ as an airline is competing regionally with airlines that are making profit. Mm. But uh, that's that's just profit with a star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely, it's profit with a star. And, and you see, I think <laughs> I think the whole reason why um, Ethiopian is a false representation. Mm-hmm. is because um, the fact that they are government owned they mm-hmm. don't really they, they, they it gives them leeway to not um, pay for a lot of things yeah so uh, the first thing would be uh, airport fees uh, and, and I think which they're not and which K- they're not and, paying and, and, and KQ is paying that for every airline that that is, is down at JKIA yes, for, a, for, a, for, for every, every aircraft. airport actually aircraft. for every aircraft they have yeah. in all the airports Yes. KQ is paying all airports across the world. They're paying. Yeah. So 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 you see now the um, and the other airport uh, the other air airlines which are you know which are modeled as being profitable. Say uh, Qatar again has been given subsidies in oil by the government. So they don't really you know uh, spend a lot on on fuel. So you can imagine uh, in an aircraft the biggest costs are your aircraft, your airport landing fees and you know fuel obviously. So if those are taken care of you're slightly better off. So that's why the whole idea of merging um, KAA and KQ to some extent makes sense because KAA is the body that uh, collects airport fees. And if you look at KAA, they are very healthily profitable because Come they don't on. care about Imagine. if your flight <laughs> if your flight has taken off. Eric, 
Eric they're K- charging you. Eric KAA mm-hmm. made a profit of 2.5 billion yeah. in 2019. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking if KQ comes in with its <laughs> loss it's loss of, no, 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 of, no. 36, <laughs> of 36 billion uh-huh. surely no no the thing is the thing is at the moment ka operates as a separate entity yeah. with its own uh books and operations and all of that that so spv that, is, that they want to bring i still yes from a technical from an operational point of view it does make sense because what you're doing is um you're merging you're merging all of that into one entity so in a way, uh, I'm not going to pay my airport fees and all of that stuff. Um, so it allows it allows Kenya Airways, you know, the the planes to actually uh, have more flexibility and more, you know, uh, operational allowance, uh, so to speak. But then on the other side of things is uh, again, KQ just needs to take a deep look at um, where they are losing money and cut their losses. So you can't keep flying to uh, destinations. You can't keep having uh, weekly, three weekly flights to New York when your flight is half full. You know, and like and, and, and 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 even even flights that have been going to to China. To is China it is it is it how's, how how Ali how is it pronounced? Is it is it Huanzu? Is it Guanzu? <laughs> Man, you guys, uh, okay. Yeah. That one definitely I'll need to go for language classes of that one. Yeah. Uh, but I think like uh, the, the flights to 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 Hanzu where we're seeing uh, KQ coming back empty and going yeah. full. Um, I think that's and one thing we need to. And then we sell at. our we sell our landing slots at Heathrow. Man, like, that was so sad. And right now, Ugandan Airlines has secured that's almost not. that same same slot that we left. I don't know what the guys. Ugandan smoke. Airlines has only. Why did we take the money? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Good question. That's, that's a story for another day. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like our priorities are all misaligned because we we are going where there's there's not much value for the airline and mm-hmm. cutting ties where there is. Um, one of the key things I'm, I'm I'm keen to look at is the um, is the is the um, what is it called. Uh, the share agreements that they have with with KLM, which is being uh, discontinued in September, mm-hmm. so that's 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 good to look at because um, it means then uh, they don't have to basically share their revenues for flights uh, into and out of Europe, so they can basically now fly to all the other destinations. Because initially it was, uh, let's say, to Amsterdam, KQ would fly, um, I don't know, to London and then. The passengers would be fulfilled by KLM to now all the other cities in in Europe, which obviously KLM now takes the majority of that um, of that uh, trip price, and KQ gets peanuts. So that that deal was also one of those uh, bad deals that they got themselves into. Um, I don't know if they're going to correct the fuel hedging issues uh, that they've had for the longest time, but again, at the core of it all, we still feel um, KQ is not managed properly. Um, as a share, I would definitely buy uh, KQ shares. Uh, to be honest, once they resume trading, once they resume, if they resume trading, uh, yeah, and uh, it's it's a nice company. It has a good story, but it's it's but it's not well run. But then let's see. Let's hope KQ will be able to take off both in profits and also in share price activity. But they said they need five hundred million dollars to stay afloat. To stay this afloat year. this year alone. This alone, is not like where to solve their problems. Money, huh? 
definitely the government taxes. of Kenya. Uh, oh, guys, you guys are being taxed. Minimum Come tax, on, no, VAPs. Not. I mean, <laughs> nope. Uh, and you know what? MPs are very, very, uh, very selfish, and it's a good thing that they have said they're not going to vote on that until <laughs> their own selfish needs have been taken care of. Uh, yeah, but KQ man, hey, that was a that was quite a disappointing. That's, that was a shock. Uh, but anyway, let's shock. let's just say that maybe KQ was also down because of the pandemic, which hit into the company last year. Um, the CEO, no, not, not to the extent of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but we also saw Alan Kilavuka say that that um, they've 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 worked on most of their freighters right now. The we've seen the Dreamliners being turned to freighters right now, mm-hmm. where they're now cargo 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 planes. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that that will give them more revenue. Mostly yeah. right now that they were included in the in in the WHO. Yeah. Uh, the distribution. Yeah. List. Yeah. The distribution list. Yeah. Let's hope that we give it something small. Yeah. So away from I, I hope I hope Jumbo Jet you know get get to a point where Jumbo Jet was list. making profit. Jumbo Jet is well run. It's very well run. Sadly, and, and even sadly. even if you look at their look uh, at their regional footprint, their flights are much much better managed. Uh, you know, on time performance. But then Jackson, do you, know, do you know Jumbo Jet is actually a subsidiary? It's holy old. I know. But I I really wish that we get to a point where Jumbo Jet you know. And also and also very sad that um, Alan used to be the CEO of Jumbo Jet. <laughs> Uh, let's hope he turns this around and probably pulls something off to be something interesting so maybe away from KQ Ali um, other companies that probably released the results there were a lot but um, maybe just some of uh, some things that we can look into Uh, first was uh, the Nairobi Securities Exchange which released the results today the NSC we can't go without um, having a discussion of your results everyone is always looking onto you guys so uh, the NSC's performance was fairly good. The first thing that I would mention is NSC announced declared a dividend. That's one thing, Jeff. You you did us proud as shareholders, uh, Jeff Odundo. That's Not something. The dividend of 0.53 uh, cents. Uh, okay. 0.53. That's 53 cents per share. Uh, I think that's one thing that we would really really um, hope. And, and just look into that the shareholders would be able to turn and, and just on to that we saw NSE gain today um, if you're checking on your HISA app you can see that the NSE rallied today I think was one of the top leaders uh, top gainers during today's um, trading was it? yeah Okay, flame tree, not fig tree. But then, but then earlier, early, early in the uh, day when when markets opened, yeah, okay, um, uh, NSC had just rallied, and, and let's let's probably if you can be able to just check onto your oh, HISA yeah, app. Did five point two two percent. Yeah, so that's one thing. We really hope that this would continue over time. Yeah, and 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 just uh, maybe give guys a lot of investor confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about NSC, the main thing that I would really mention is last year, according to the NSC's report, we had foreign outflows move f- as high as 28.63 billion, uh, that I- and that is as compared to an inflow of 1.38 billion. So that just means how foreigners were actually fleeing the market. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing that we would really want to see if foreigners get back into the into the market this year. Uh, I really hope that we are likely going to see a lot of foreign inflows and with foreign inflows 
this year mostly because of the stability the economic stability that we are having i'm really hoping that we are likely to see a lot more activity not only on nsc as a counter but generally on the entire uh, market uh, but then one thing that i believe has pushed nsc is is the dividend that they've announced interest income uh, also declined on the market uh, on the nsc um, as a company uh, marginally uh, by about four uh, percent we saw revenues and one thing that I'd, I'd really love to mention is that we saw um, NSC reduce a little bit of, ad, of by uh, the administrative expenses by about 25% uh, from 624, uh, 25 million that was posted in the previous year to about uh, 467.2 uh, million uh, to the year under review that is basically that is 2020. So that's one thing that um, is very important as we look on to uh, the NSC as a company. But then also, Ali, maybe you just, uh, I'd give Lee an opportunity to mention a little bit about CIC, how CIC, the company, really performed. Um, NSC paid a dividend, CIC, did CIC declare dividend, Lea? Pardon? CIC. CIC did not declare dividend, so I'm just getting that news from Lea that CIC did not declare a dividend. That's very sad for the investors, uh, considering that this is the second year running mm -hmm. uh, that CIC is not declaring dividend. Mm -hmm. And the loss for CIC, the loss before tax, uh, the loss after tax was 296.8 million. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is from a profit of 321 million that the company Posted in 2019. And it's an insurance sector, so. So you guys actually support that CIC. It's okay no, for. But then also look at Sanlam as well, another insurance company. Sanlam, I don't anticipate <laughs> them to make any. They make a loss of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sanlam also posted a loss. Mm -hmm. uh, insurance sector, you know, you would you would anticipate that. Ali, it would be interesting to see what Jubilee Insurance would post. Maybe not as much. Maybe close to level. Uh, numbers. Why, why, why are we optimistic about Jubilee and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and and you're so confident? You're saying Sanlam. You are not expecting a lot. First of all, Sanlam has history. A <laughs> <laughs> making history. So you know, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the CAC one. Uh, well, it's 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 quite uh, not really a shock, but uh, again, most of most of the. They are counting this, this, this. Uh, I think this financial year that they have closed is, you know, COVID adjusted. So, you would anticipate most businesses to be affected either way, uh, even in as much as it's not directly. Um, so, it's ripple effect. If you don't have the, if you're not making the money, you're not going to spend probably on insurance. If you're stuck at home, you're probably not going to take a lot of insurance for your products for your car for you know even your health you know and such things again defaults might have occurred a lot uh, for the same on the insurance um, industry uh, again uh, I think for banking and there's been quite an uproar against CBK when they where they said uh, banks need to you know maintain their capital requirements and that meant some of them not issuing dividends mm -hmm. uh, but i think stanchard did issue a, a dividend if yeah I'm not wrong. so right now we have stanchard and cooperative bank mm -hmm. and kcb mm -hmm. issue dividends but then mm -hmm. we we have absa and dtb mm -hmm. not issue um dividend and then and equity we expect them not to issue as well 
No, no way. <laughs> equity bank has to give. Equity basis. was the first to not issue last year. No, equity equity bank last year did not issue a dividend, yeah, they but then not. they 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 categorically mentioned mm-hmm. why. Oh, which was? Let's uh, first of all to buffer uh, themselves, but then they also mentioned that they <laughs> would exactly use some of that to, to probably. Uh, we believe we believe they mm-hmm. did not mention but we mm-hmm. believe that some of that might have been used in the acquisitions mm-hmm. in in, um, in in other countries and have you equity seen bank what they've done since the start of the year equity like bank please pay us a dividend th- they're doing a massive expansion and i think they've, they've taken close to 10 billion kenya shillings since the start of the year from different organizations fdb oh, IFC, actually even 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 yesterday equity yeah, bank signed another fdb interesting mm, but yeah. let's see let's hope that that does not affect your holder dividend yeah, maybe and, and uh, on monday we'll be able to have that discussion <laughs> in the morning so yeah, eric just, you have I'm to come for you. i'm just preparing you psychologically <sighs> man. man don't get your hopes high but safaricom did give you a, a dividend so oh yeah. safaricom actually gave us a special dividend yeah, um, so you can you can feast on that that's something but i'm really hoping that equity bank gives us a dividend at least even if it's one shilling man mm-hmm. Um the guys at Equity Bank I know you guys are listening in please I'm asking on behalf of myself and fellow <laughs> investors who bought onto Equity please do us that favor declare yeah. dividend I know now it's ready but let's hope and see how the results will be on Monday yeah but I feel like even with all these results investors are still very worried because we haven't seen quite a lot of um uh rallies on, mm-hmm. on 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 most counters this week i would have anticipated or expected that given that most uh, companies are uh, 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 posting better than expected numbers that would actually see a rally given that say for the banking industry uh, counters like kcb um corp have you know are trading below their value i would have expected to actually see quite a huge rise but it seems like investors are still quite um uh, just um waiting and see waiting to see yeah um because on the gainers it's actually housing finance which has been the top gainer this week uh with uh 33.92% and that's attributed to the news that uh Britain Britain. is actually looking to to exit and to exit and sell the stake uh, they sell um, all the stake uh, Samia has gained 11.35 Sasini um Sasini did post their results Felix uh, this week Yes they did. If I'm not sure. Yeah, Sasini. Sasini did post the results this week. We'll just check. I haven't gone through it, but maybe we can have Sassini. that on Monday. Yeah, but we can we can go deeper into that on Monday and then Williamson round up the top four. So it's been quite um a gaining week but for stocks not uh, related to banking or insurance um and not Safaricom as well. Uh we've been patiently waiting for Safaricom to hit 40. The wait continues. <laughs> mm. Patiently is an understatement. <laughs> yeah, but we are aggressively you know. <laughs> waiting for Safcom to hit uh 20. Yeah, so maybe again, again, this is not investment advice, but we feel like uh you know it's 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 quite an interesting time and um uh, again Safaricom launched 5G yesterday. Today, so today, know, today, today, sorry. Yeah. So I know that's that uh, you know, Ali that's another topic to discuss about just their prospects as a business, you know, where they're headed to and what that uh 5G launch means uh for subscribers and for new uh and for investors alike because at the end of the day um every new product they bring on board is going to affect the bottom line is going to bring more inv- uh, more customers and for us as investors we are looking at how do we make money from that news so maybe Felix what do you think about that uh, launch of 5G um 
maybe I'd let Tech Ali <laughs> to talk about Tech uh, at least. Uh, but I think in terms of market performance, I think that's going to be something interesting. Um, seeing Safaricom expand um, uh, into 5G, moving into a new space, most people actually felt that maybe Safcom is not, maybe the country is not 5G ready. But in my opinion, I think we need to plan for the future. We don't have to wait for when everybody has a 5G smartphone yeah. before you can actually launch 5G because we have smartphone companies like Nokia, for example, um, give guys, uh, I know the latest Nokia phones are actually 5G enabled. And we're seeing Nokia really, really moving. Maybe Jackson, you can let us know your thoughts on Nokia, but Nokia is really advancing in terms of tech. Nokia is going to launch the first, uh, Nokia is going to install the first um, network, um, was it the satellite receivers on the moon? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so, f- so first of all, mm-hmm. Nokia is and has always been one of the um, the best uh, companies and players in the network space. Not as a phone company, Felix. <laughs> <laughs> Pipe down. <laughs> so actually, Nokia sold off their phone business to HMD. HMD. Uh, the company is Chinese. Or Indian, I forget. It's Finland. No, no, no. HMD is is, is not. Finland is is is, is the, Nokia. Is the Nokia company, but they did sell off the the phone business to HMD, and I I think they're doing a good job. They're doing a decent job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually very very good phones, but as a network company, Nokia is really 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 strong, and they've pioneered a lot of uh, deployments of 5G across um, North America, Canada, you know, US, uh, just terrestrial. Um, 5G deployments across, uh, so them teaming up with with uh, with Safaricom and Huawei, obviously, <laughs> Huawei powers most of the backbone infrastructure for Safaricom, uh, even their routers and all of that for home internet. Um, obviously, it's a good step uh, for us. I do not know why Safaricom thought it would be a good idea to not publicize this as much, because I think. Two months ago, they said they are shelving their 5G plans mm-hmm. to focus on 4G rollout across the country. Uh, so them, you know, giving us a smoke screen and then out of the blues, they are doing a hologram today. Could uh, it could it be that maybe the partners probably pushed Safcom to launch um, the 5G? It could be. But again, you see, like, I, I feel like a few things need to happen before you roll out 5G. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of those go to uh, device support, first of all. So, um, yes, you have Huawei who's um, in, the, in the, say, router space and all of that, but you still need phone companies um, to advance that. And that is exactly where, where my problem comes in. Yeah. You know what? I think, Felix, I'm with you. We need to plan for the future, yeah? And 5G is, is, is definitely where we're supposed to be, but let me... As of last year, July, in the country, only 17% supported, 17% of devices supported 4G. Mm-hmm. So in as much as, um, yes, we need, we, need, we, need, um, we need to prepare for the future. Um, yes, 5, 5G is definitely a game changer in this space. We're not there as a country. Mm-hmm. But, but um, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the fact, the fact that, like, as of as of 
mid last year which is which is july like we only we had less than 20 percent of devices able to support 4g means we have even less that are able to support 5g less than five percent less, less than five percent definitely probably less than two percent probably <laughs> that is not going to rise exponentially yeah. anytime soon so um whatever investment safaricom puts in into 5g right now is going to take a while before it pays back yeah again you have to you have to relate that to the cost of data so on your 4g device you'd probably be okay with 1.5 gigs a month of usage and you know it will suck you um <coughs> but if you've noticed on your 4g devices you're probably subscribed to a 1gb daily bundle or 500 mb daily bundle right on 5g that again is an exponential growth because safaricom's play is for you to use more because because i actually saw somebody post today yeah during <coughs> the launch that 5g was going at 1.5 gigs per second mm-hmm between yeah. 700 to around 1.5 yeah, yeah. Man. And man. so which means you're probably going to be using like what 10 gigs a day you're going 5g man maybe <laughs> we're not the target audience <laughs> for the 5g network who is people exactly. who can afford the to pay for that amount really but then we all know safaricom's money is not there yeah <laughs> it's not for the it's not for the higher lsms it feels very hurried it feels rushed very, very anyway, they've Maybe launched, they've launched. Let's see. But you see now, on the silver lining is everyone is going back home and everyone is downloading House Party again and Quarantine Radio. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe people are actually going to upgrade to 5G devices and stream all the movies they need. With what money? What, what is the affordability of it? Exactly. Eric, let's talk about this. What is yeah, the affordability of the current 5G devices? Yeah. It's, it's, it's out of reach, you know, for, for many people. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're up to. I guess it's, it's um, it's a waiting thing. So it's a wait and see approach. But yeah, Ali, you already said Safcom was actually rolling out the sale of five G modems today. Yeah. So when was the last time you used a modem, Felix? Let's be realistic here. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Again, because it's beat, it beats mm. the purpose. I've seen the Huawei brand, the, the Huawei 5G um, modems that actually allow you to sort of use your use that uh, 5G on your device, even if it's not 5G enabled. But again, I'm not buying another another an, uh, another modem just to connect to you know faster internet. Looks like Huawei is really into the modem business, yeah, and probably point. that's that's their target. Yeah. yeah, they're looking at guys like Ali to probably buy modems and load up data here but if, if i can access 5g through home fiber i'm down yeah i'm actually i am down i'm actually thinking of it from a different perspective just as eric has said about costs safcom last month reviewed their their, their bundle uh, usage where they they have a certain limit for for the subscription um i know you the saw that policy. yeah 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 there yeah, was the around 500 500 gb for, yeah. for 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 bronze and then platinum went all the way to one terabyte so mm-hmm. ali imagine if you can use 1.5 gigs a second you only need a few days to reach the limit yep. or you'll need to upgrade so still the service cost really makes makes, makes a lot of sense but kama shareholders kama kawaida we are mm-hmm. always knowing that subcom comes in with something new Share price in a panda. Share price in a panda. Um, <laughs> that's our target, so we are looking on to forty. Okay. Today it didn't didn't reflect that, but hey, let's see. Yeah, it's, today's today's pressure <laughs> to, to, was, was messed up. To, today did not reflect no, it that. Was, it, yeah. It was done very poorly. On a on a um on a more on a more regional um regional level, also the 
the Johannesburg Securities Exchange announced um, the first sustainability bond. And what, what do you guys think about that? I feel like that's Felix and Lea territory. Lea, <laughs> you want to mention Avira. something? <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, I think um, JSC has been doing a lot of stuff. Um, I'd really want to say that I think um, under under the leadership of, of Lila, um, when are we interviewing her again? We, we're probably going to call Lila to one of these shows very soon. Hopefully within the next one month, we should have another sit down with Lila. I think Lila has been quite innovative, um, allowing more innovative products on the JSC. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping that this, the sustainability bond is likely to increase a lot of activity. We've seen the JSE come in to to uh, to trade on, um, give clients accessibility to trade on green bonds, mm-hmm. um, and we're seeing a lot of green bonds listing in 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 South Africa than any other sub-Saharan African uh, country. In our in our country, I know the only green bond, technically, what we're terming as a green bond, is the the bond by Akon. Akon, yes. Yeah. But Why are you saying technically? Um, with quotes. I really don't think it's a green bond. Why? I, but I, I have I have a few reservations. Maybe that's a story for another. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, but I have a few. Okay. Um, I think it's been packaged to look like a green bond, mm-hmm. but it's not really a green bond. Because okay. uh, I still think that we need to really understand the in-depth, um, the 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 in-depth. Uh, how they how they put it the foundation of what we can be able to term as a green bond so two questions for you what is a green bond and what is a sustainable bond just as <laughs> just just as i've mentioned um what we can do mm-hmm. is we can probably have um when we have our wednesday session we can mm-hmm. actually now talk in depth about bonds and we can give you guys a lot more and we're we, we're actually going to have um, someone I know we have um, uh, some gentleman I'll be able to introduce him on Wednesday um, who is one of the bonds dealers in um, on, on one of the investment banks in the country we can be able to have him on board as well to put him on the hot seat so that he can be able to touch on to this yeah but for, for those who are interested in, in just knowing more about the the, the JSC bond um, they, they launched it um, it was, I think, Netcare partnering with uh, with Standard Bank, and um, the funds of the bond will will ha- enable uh, Netcare to sort of fulfill some of the sustainability objectives, like reducing carbon footprint by, uh, I think, by specifically procuring uh, more sort of renewable energy and uh, improving water efficiency, sort of in that line. Awesome, yeah. great. Um. What do you what do you guys think about how about a more fun topic? You know, the, the ship stuck in the in the Suez Canal. <laughs> who would think who would think that one of the global pain in the necks is going to be started by something that looks that basic? I'm just here for the memes. Um, <laughs> Why can't they just Ali. Tow, use tow, two tow boats? <laughs> Ali. Ali, Ali, the I strong have rope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emphasis on the strong rope. Ali, 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 I have, I have, I have one comment, and mm-hmm. this is a line I'm going to be using on everybody else. Please, when you make mistakes, we don't need to see them from space. <laughs> we actually see. Did you guys see the the, 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 the satellite footage? Yeah, yeah, we're seeing the satellite images of um, Evergreen. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're seeing it from uh, from space. But it's going. It's really costing uh, in terms of um, global economies. Nine point nine four billion yeah. dollars a day. 
a day daily. And then also we're seeing the good thing for me is, and maybe this is something that Leah probably really feels a lot about is, we're seeing oil prices actually gain yeah. uh, on this. So I, I don't know, maybe Leah, you don't want to mention about oil prices, how they were today. I know most of, um, when we when we shared this news about about um, about about the ship, uh, it was a joke to us, yeah, and, and whatever we've been following up was memes until it got to a point where the entire world is now shifting focus on what's really happening on the Swiss Canal. of global trade goes through that small strait. <laughs> Someone said no one ever cared about. We, we all don't care about. A few, a few days Ali, ago. Ali. If it was Egypt or those neighboring countries, I've just raised the rate of passage. <laughs> <laughs> because now knows there is a shortcut to mm, go to Europe uh-huh. or to Africa. Yeah. yeah. You know, do you know now, you know, maybe like um, ships carrying oil have to go all the way to South Africa. Wow. Before yeah. they go. And, 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 and imagine it's an it's extra, a long, long it's, it's, it's an extra minimum three days. Mm-hmm. Minimum. So an extra minimum three yeah, days. Yeah, yeah like like that's minimum, uh, and that's that, that's if you probably have a speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think speedboats cover that much distance. Yeah, so I think that's the most twenty twenty one thing to ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I mean, after stonks, I I understand this. No, but we are we are we are we are at, at a very interesting point, you know. Um, just that, fifteen oh percent of global trade is just brought to a standstill by. It's one vessel. And it's only Stuck and, and in the and wrong and direction. And, and it's just much. We just yeah. need a huge cotton swab, you know, and push I'm waiting, it in I'm one waiting direction. for the decentralization experts to come and say we should decentralize <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. the shipping trade, you know, but I to what? You know. Uh, every country every I saw I saw I saw, I saw someone have. say that SpaceX can actually come in and and, and we have very strong ropes <laughs> <laughs> and then and, and then we tie them to rockets and then uh-huh. they lift the ship and then uh, put it back to <laughs> no, just take it to the moon <laughs> oh by the way <laughs> take it to let's, the moon let bitcoin get there first oh. speaking of bitcoin um tesla started accepting bitcoin for you know for cars and there's this this one comment that i found quite interesting so you can buy a depreciating asset with an appreciating asset do you think elon musk is trying to buy in bit buy bitcoin with teslas and um i, I remember elon categorically said that um the, the money that are going to, the money that is going to come for uh from uh, you know up uh, cars purchased through bitcoin is going to remain in bitcoin what do you guys think? I think the wine is mixing up the sentences. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I think Elon Musk is, 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 is a very sharp guy. And, you know, um, he, already has, he already has positions on Bitcoin and he knows that you know, he's going to appreciate. So I, I'd be very... I'd, I'd beat myself up if I was the investor who <coughs> bought a Tesla. Uh, at the current Bitcoin rate, which is what maybe close to 50k, mm-hmm. and then a year down the line, my Tesla Model S, you know, uh, is depreciating in value while Bitcoin is doing 200k dollars uh, per each Bitcoin. So again, uh, but more fundamentally, I think the issue, the, the question is um, advancing the use of Bitcoin beyond the internet, beyond. Um, 
beyond just niche applications because you know uh, bitcoin and the biggest critics of bitcoin always said it was being used for money laundering you know and all those dark web transactions but you know seeing an actual S&P 500 company uh, that's listed accept bitcoin for purchase of their vehicles is actually taking bitcoin mainstream so that's the end goal from Elon Musk's end but you know again that's tied to the value of bitcoin which will eventually rise and at the end of the day he's going to say you are um modeless at a given price for the bitcoin and it's going to appreciate and he's going to make money more money in the long run so he's either way he's, he's a clever businessman but then also just talking about bitcoin early in the week there's there's been a lot of developments about btc I know, I don't know if it's Mastercard or Visa uh, that partnered with the Chinese company. Crypto.com. Yeah, yeah, Visa. Uh, yeah, Visa. Mm. To actually allow guys to now make direct payments uh, through through their cards um, on, on, on crypto platforms. I think that's one thing that we're really looking into. And Mastercard actually, earlier, so this is old news, it ac- yeah, announced our plans to, to allow uh, <coughs> like purchases through its yeah. merchant via BTC. Yeah. It will be very interesting to just see how we're going to have um, the crypto space move. Uh, meanwhile, I know maybe next time from the next session we can Ali we can start looking on how other other cryptos are performing. Polkadot, for example, looking at how Polkadot, uh, Doge uh, are performing, um, how how um, Ether is performing as well. Maybe we can also just have that bit when you're talking about cryptos, because yeah. I know bit, BTC is a little bit highly priced. But how about you start looking on on on, on the famous uh, mm. dog coin? No, come <laughs> on, guys, leave dog coin out of this for a minute. <laughs> Why is no one paying attention to Ethereum, the network? Because and Ether. because Ethereum is more. Because for me no, personally, my comment I feel might might. <laughs> <laughs> for me personally, I feel like might cause Ethereum, an Ether rally. Ethereum is yeah. what will will actually win um, eventually because they are a platform. So if you look at what we are talking about, the new NFT craze, mm-hmm. all of those all of those transactions are in Ether. That's actually an application of Ethereum, whereby um, you're selling you're selling digital ownership of a once in a lifetime thingy you get. But again, it's getting ridiculous because I saw yesterday, I think, just like a square red dot sold for about 900,000 USD. So again, where do you draw the line between ridiculous and actual art and once in a lifetime piece uh, that people are paying for? I don't know. Jackson, do you, can we sell an NFT right now? Maybe, uh, Ali? Uh-huh. Ali, guys, I have I have an image. I have a black <coughs> a black image, image of darkness that I'm what selling. Is, what is the one thing? That you only have image that of darkness. Your NFT. An image of darkness. Where anyone can take an image of darkness. No, but this is mine. Not exactly. not on Friday at night. Yeah. No, it <laughs> can it be replicated. You see, Jack Jack Dose's first tweet can't be replicated. Can't be replicated. So, in as much as you can copy paste it and have it on in your house, there's someone who now owns it and says. I am the sole owner. Okay. Of Jack can, you, can you can you can can you give us ideas? I'm sure even our listeners are probably interested in making some money from this NFT craze. What is it that we can be able to make? I don't know, Jackson. What is it that you <coughs> own that it's only? Can I be able to sell my car as an NFT? Like, no, no. just a picture of my car. It's only me who has <laughs> that that number plate uh-huh. and the car. So so now, if you look at NFTs and what have been yeah. sold, is um. You look at someone like LeBron James or uh, Serena Williams, mm-hmm. their rookie card when they started playing tennis. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Like, you know, there's those cards that you've given us as access cards to your first tournament. So you're the only one who has that. So look, think those areas. So if uh, maybe you should bring us your high school, high school, whatever. <laughs> Report form. <laughs> Report form, yes. That can be an NFT. Absolutely. I have an idea. It, we hype it up so much that people idea. actually find value in paying for that. Man, imagine how much the NSC can be able to raise if they sold their first tweet trade. or the first trade on the, the NSC. Trade, Who like traded the on first, the NSC? True. The first one. How much can NSC be able to make from it? I would hype that NFT, man. Guys from NSC, talk <laughs> to us. Mpesa, or if Mpesa Oh yeah, the first, first transaction. transaction. Better yet, KQ. First boarding pass issue. They need the money, guys. They need the money. Or the first safari comes, 07. Right. Yeah, those are NFTs. Yeah, like somebody is using the number somewhere, but you know you own it. Yeah. Generally, you own the rights to the number before it's moved to somebody else. You have to be informed. Like that that first number that you used you that was used in the those first phones in nineteen the Sagem phones mm-hmm. with the aerial. Hey, no, I'll, I'll, I'll be keeping <laughs> anything that you guys do for. Yeah, but but I feel like NFTs are a good thing for creators. So if you're creative enough and you can find and make value out of something. You can actually sell your your art or your things as NFTs. I don't know. Maybe ah. tonight I'm just going to to sleep over it and just think. Cause, <laughs> so cause what good can thing, I sell? Good thing there's now NFT uh, platforms, quite a number. I think they're like too well known. Let me just check. That Jackson, out you, you could share those platforms on on the on yeah. the investors' open room. Yeah, I will. And I then will we just share those. probably have that as well. Yeah. Yeah, but man, I'm thinking. If anyone on the investors uh, platform sells anything on NFT, please let us know. Please share. <laughs> please share. Uh, for, for those of you, you can share on Hisa app, by the way. You can also be able to just um, also share with us on the investors platform, but also on Hisa app. Just tell guys, what is it? And we're going to start Speaking. a discussion on, on N- on, for NFT on Hisa yeah. uh, after this, just so that we can be able to have a little bit of more um, e- uh, information on, on, on Hisa. Maybe Jackson, you could leave that. Yeah, no worries. Awesome, no worries. Speaking, speaking of Hisa, um, uh, actually, I saw an interesting comment like an hour ago by one Andrew Nduwati, and uh, it was actually a question. So, with the new lockdowns, how will EABL look like? You know, given a um, Tanzania has a new president, so uh, we don't know whether she's going to handle COVID the way her predecessor her predecessor did. B, um, we now have restrictions towards. Um, but how how do you think EBL looks, especially for the short term? I mean, we can also first we can look what actually happened to EABL last Six year one. when there was the when there was the lockdown. Did it affect Kenya, the financials? It affected Kenya, mainly it did. Kenya, but in Uganda yeah. and Tanzania it was it actually performed very well in Uganda and Tanzania. However, EABL in Kenya has really been trying to penetrate the online markets, so that may have been like the Maybe they saw it coming or something like that. So they've really been trying to penetrate the online market. They've been like telling people they deliver in their homes for free. They have areas in every area you can get a delivery at what time. So I think this time it's not like they don't know what to do. It's not like the last thing where it was just something all new to some to everyone. So I think this time they are going to handle the situation better. Mm. So yeah. so maybe they're prepared. But then also just to also, just to add on something about EABL, I think um, before before um, uh, President Magufuli died, 
he actually started telling guys that COVID is real and you guys did you take care? He never mentioned COVID is real per se, but he started telling guys to wear masks. And I don't know, I think there's going to be a lot of activity towards uh, combating COVID in Tanzania. But we've also seen that guys were not really... Not optimistic. Guys, 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 guys were so comfortable not having masks during the processions. Yeah, it's we, even, the time when, even the time when they, when they flagged in and, and, and got into the Jakarta Kikwet International Airport. I think that was a crazy thing for Tanzania, by the way. No, like, uh, and that's where I get the point that, you know, um, for us, we, we are in this, you know, we, we are scared of COVID at all. For them, like, they've been told that, you know, this thing is not here. And, you know, yeah, they've been steaming, no they've been steaming. Let's, <laughs> let's just say they've been steaming. Yeah, but maybe before Eunice comes in, on EABL for me, I feel like um, they'll be okay. I feel like they'll be okay. Uh, reasons being, one of the biggest challenges, even in Kenya, is um, so usually when people go to bars, you don't premeditate what you're going to have. Mm-hmm. You go to a bar, and then you know decide what you'll have there. It's 11 p.m. <laughs> you're out. 12 beers in. Yeah. The problem is when you're home and you're ordering on Glovo, you're very clear about what you want. I want two beers, <laughs> and if those beers end, you're probably not going to order more. So that's that's the challenge they're in. It's about user behavior. Oh, now, yeah. you know, changing the user behavior from uh, people have to go to a place to have a drink. Unlimited to limited. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more on user behavior. And if they focus on changing the user behavior, then they are good long term. Because for me, I, I, I don't see any reason why EABL need to struggle as a company or as a brand selling their drinks. You know, uh, if you take alcohol you probably just use uh, their brands and they're well known their their brand is strong so even as a company fundamentally i i do not anticipate them to uh, their revenues to be much hit because again as leah was mentioning uh, more online channels are uh, are now open you have your uber eats you have your jumia you have all these platforms that you can easily order from you have chupa chap and all the likes um chupa chap. Chupa, chap. chupa chap what's that man what's that <laughs> Did I say too much? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I know maybe Eunice, uh, and you can elaborate on this, you've been looking at the report by Densu on um, e-commerce in Africa and why the world should take notice. So um, you see brands like EABL need to tap into such yeah. uh, wisdom being shared by uh, by agencies and uh, think think ways like, like Densu on how to navigate the new normal. You have read my mind. That was actually what I wanted to jump in and say. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Leia mentioned something very interesting, yeah. which is how EABL switched in the last pandemic, how to take advantage of e-commerce and internet uh, platforms to sell their products. Um, what Eric is saying is uh, we are going to work on something maybe in the coming weeks and pro- probably do a podcast on it on how e-commerce has changed uh, user consumption and how many businesses, many brick and mortar businesses are now switching to e-commerce and how in the future and especially with this lockdown, Glovo, Jumia will be the new norm. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Like they'll be the new normal. Guys, check out Chupa Chup. Chupa Chup. Chupa Chup. No, oh, no, no, no. Honestly, uh, Eric. It's an app. It's an app. 
Wait, okay, I'll, uh, Jackson, maybe, maybe just maybe, mention something about that Chupa Chupa. Maybe when you're doing the e-commerce podcast, <laughs> we yes. we just... We can elaborate we what elaborate Chupa Chupa is. And, and we, like, get into all these e-commerce platforms that don't people don't even know they're existing. Yeah. And then you can Chup. take I'm advantage of I'm definitely going to Google Chupa Chupa after this. <laughs> Save that. Name is catchy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I think... Um, I don't know. Maybe, um, guys, what do we look forward to the weekend and next week? Before Monday, I think we had a bet two weeks ago on NMG. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we need to take stock. Who's that? Who 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 called the shots on NMG? <laughs> two weeks ago, I think I've even forgotten. Ali. I think it was no. I and you, hmm? and Ali. Then Davis and Eric Asuma uh, were me, against me. NMG uh, long. <laughs> long term, no, no, so, long, long so term are you, after, are you after people are willing to send them pesa to an MG <laughs> at the moment. So, Adi? what's with their payroll? Have you paid? Um, I have you paid for any article on NMG? Actually, payroll? I did. How many? I've I've paid for. I usually pay per day instead per day. of per article. Ah, okay. Just uh, more, article more, of, more of on demand per day. Which article made you pay? Um, any specific article? I, I, I don't remember right. okay. so you, you find enough value <laughs> in paying for it I find enough value and like I understand I understand the shift given I also checked out we, we tracker is also going down the same way mm-hmm. trackers are people now yeah which tracker it's, has it's definitely happening tracker has quite good content yes yeah with NMG it's more of a few exclusive pieces where I know that I cannot find this information anywhere else at bro, this tower at bro, this point in time. No, 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 no. Like, information they start with. Of course, in, in, in a few hours, like, other people will catch up, but then okay. when I need it at that time, it's on NMG, I'm going to take it. Okay. Plus, right. some stories are just, just arouse my curiosity. Okay. So there's uh, value for you. May, maybe, maybe also just to uh, mention, sometimes. I'm just checking through the Hisa app and I'm seeing that um, NMG has closed today's trading um, at at 17 shillings and 90 cents. That's very low from where that's we were. Uh, that's a correction definitely happening there. Because yeah. NMG had touched an all high of about 25 shillings. With an all high, no, not really. <laughs> um, I, oh, sorry, sorry, guys. NMG not an all high, but but a new, a new, uh, an, an, a new 2021 uh, high. Ceiling high. Yeah, yes. ceiling of about 25. NMG's all high is way way above 25 shillings. Yes. Uh, but that is going to be something that we're really going to be following and just have a little bit of an overlook of how the share price will continue to perform. Uh, will it continue to trade uh, lower, coming back to the lows of 10 or? Where will we be able to see NMG? By the past um, three months, NMG has been able to g- reach an, a new 2021 high and also touch another. Uh, we're seeing it's draining back to 1790. If you're wondering where we're getting this data, once again, you can always be able to follow this data on HISA. And I'm going to pick up a special segment on Nation Media Group and generally the media segment um, on on HISA app. So we'll always have that discussion as we watch on the share price for for Nation Media Group. So I'm really hoping to see you guys over on HISA where you can be able to comment and just follow up on share price activity um, on on the market. Yeah, and uh, I think Ramiz... Aslam Arab, you had asked when we'll bring the Trading. buying uh, of shares. We are working day and night to make that possible. Um, 
So we at the moment have internal testing for buying and selling of global shares. Um, so just hold on, you know, just stick there. You'll soon be able to buy GME. And by the way, guys, you know what? GME is still rising. Um, oh man, yeah, so, I don't buy GME. You know, just, just hold on. It's coming, it's coming soon. But definitely we, uh, within the next month, uh, we will be able to to go live with buying and selling of global and both uh, both global and local shares. So lots of interesting things lined up for you. And yeah, keep um, telling us uh, what you think. Uh, give us feedback on the HISA app. What do you think we need to discuss next in our podcast? What do you think we need to add uh, onto the app? What features are you most uh, interested in? What would you want us to add? Jackson, will I be able to buy Tesla uh, on, on HISA? Man. Like, you will be able to buy Tesla. All right, I'll be able to own the company, but not yes. the car. <coughs> Interesting. Yes. All right, guys. Um, I think I think I'll be I'll be very interested. I'm definitely going to buy. Will I be Roblox. able to buy fractional shares? Did you see Roblox? Roblox no. uh, IPO. Did they IPO? They did. Uh, at thirty B valuation two weeks ago. Uh, Jackson, Jackson, will you, will you be able to buy mm-hmm. fractional shares of companies like Tesla? Yeah, that's the point. The so, point right. is, um, so Tesla is now at what six hundred and. Please just check for me the share price for Tesla. So what we do is we'll break that down for you, so that with your a thousand shillings, we will give you an equivalent fraction of that Tesla share. So you don't really need to buy the entire one full share. Uh, I know the NSE locally has uh, mm. six thirty five point four three. That's the Tesla share price right now. So you need you need you need you need sixty thousand. If you were to buy one full Tesla, sixty thousand Kenya shares, don't worry, you'll be able to buy Tesla from as low as your thousand bob. So, uh, and I think that has been one of the discussion we've had locally about our local exchange, whereby we need to at least have fractional shares, mm-hmm. because if you look at the shares like BAT and minimum Kapuzi. requirement of a hundred shares, shares. Uh, at BAT's price of what three uh, hundred and something, yeah, uh, that would mean you'd need a minimum of thirty k to invest on on the BAT. Um, BAT is actually trading way higher than so man fractional shares need to get here ASAP 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 we're hoping for homeboys to be able to trade that's one thing I'm hoping into I I, I don't want to start another conversation but homeboys with that profit warning guys we're hoping Apple for 66 where you guys listed will be able to trade I won't be able to comment on that that one bro yeah on the day on the day (laughs) listed right I think uh, I think we can go on. We, we, we can we can continue this discussion <laughs> later. Um, as as usual, for those who are able to join us live, thank you so much um, f- for jo- for joining us for joining us today. You can you can continue the discussion in case you have any questions, any pointers. If you're in the Telegram group, yay! Um, for for you know more engagement with sort of gamified features, check out definitely um, check out the Hisa app. You can you can leave us a comment right there, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Right. So the next um, one we're shooting it remotely. Yeah, the, the next oh. episode the next episode is gonna be, is gonna be remotely. The hmm. beauty of it is you know I, I can we can just share we can share a Zoom link so nah. we actually get to interact with our listeners. The bad side is you will have to buy your own wine. Very sad, but then as usual, just the way we do it on Wednesday. Getting a wine or that cup of coffee will always be something interesting to see. Um, I'm seeing there's there are no question on the Telegram forum, so I believe I'll let I'll, I'll hand it I'll hand back over to Ali, um, probably for a few closing remarks. All right, that's actually it for today. Um, 
if you're if you're more if you're more into markets um stay stay tuned for our monday podcast it's Ali. usually around Your new segment on around uh, around around 9 13 and 30 a.m you you get to um, you get more of markets than you do here on we are curious if you're into startups and understanding how um startup funding works check out our new steg- segment called meet the investor we already did a, our first episode with um uncovered fancy or and um there's there's definitely more coming guys um that's it for me see you on monday goodbye